Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ben Calvert, Kit, and her husband Bill Mead 
Four people whose lives are completely interwoven. Four people whose thoughts at this moment are all centered on one focal point. The birth of Kit's child. Four people who wait anxiously, but for completely different reasons. The birth of a child. A natural thing. Yet its coming will determine the future, the destiny. At Angeles, Kit Meade is sitting a letter in her hand. A letter from her husband, Sergeant Bill Meade. And I'm afraid there's nothing much to report from Wakefield. I have just had a 36-hour pass, but didn't do much except take in a movie and police the house a little, which has gotten into pretty bad shape since your departure. You don't write me very much about what you do, Kit, but I can hardly blame you for that. This is a difficult time. It won't be so much longer now. At least write me frequently to assure me that you're all right. I wish there was something I could do, but more than anything, I wish you didn't have to go through with this alone. You will write me often, won't you, and tell me everything the doctor says. Yours, Bill. <laughs> Yours. No, not mine at the moment. But you will be again, Bill. You will be. How stupid I was to be so afraid about this baby. To dread coming out here to California. Poor Bill. He still thinks I'm miserable and alone. I suppose I should write him about Paul Cromwell and Lisa Fenner. No. No, I don't think that would be such a good idea. Yes, I have a feeling that everything is going to turn out very well. It won't be so much longer now. I think the responsibility of being a father will do a great deal for Bill. Yes, I think when he sees his child, the problem of Peggy Douglas will be simplified. If the child is healthy. But it will be. I know it'll be. And in Wakefield this afternoon, sitting alone in a corner in the recreation hall at the camp, Sergeant Bill Meade is also preoccupied with the thoughts of his coming child. I won't be so very much longer now. Poor kid. Her father had only been honest with me before we were married. If he'd only been honest with Kit, all this could have been avoided. Oh, I hope. I hope for her sake the baby's all right. Funny. I always think of the child as just belonging to Kit. Somehow I never think of it as my child. I suppose that's because I feel so separate from Kit. I wonder how she could have lied to me if she did. And when she gets back, we'll straighten everything out between us. I'm sure she understands how impossible it is for us to go on. But a divorce is the only solution. I could only tell all this to Peggy. But it won't be long now before I can. No, it won't be long. But it may be too late. But when I'm able to tell Peggy everything, surely she'll understand then. It won't be long before... Why do I keep saying that? It's almost three more months. That's a long time. It seems like forever. 
The thoughts of Kit's husband. The thoughts of a man eager for time to consume itself. But Bill isn't alone in this wish. It is the very fervent desire of his father-in-law, Ben Calvert. Ben, who at this moment in his office at the Calvert Real Estate and Loan Company, is walking slowly up and down. If it only weren't so long, then I could stall for a little more time. But to wait three more months before I know about the baby. No, I don't think I can put Jesse off that long. Three more months. By that time, Jesse will have the story all over town. Kit's heredity. The reason she had to go away to have her stare. It'll be Wakefield's main topic of conversation for weeks. And then this other story that Bill and Kit are breaking up. No. No, I'm not going to let that happen. Kit wanted Bill. She still does, I'm sure. And I went to a lot of trouble to get him for her. If I only knew where Kit was, if I could talk to her, I'd manage this whole thing. As it is, my hands are tied. <laughs> I can just see Jesse so pleased with himself. I wonder how the devil she located Kit in California. If I could only find out if she were telling me the truth, if she saw Kit, that Kit really said she and Bill are going to call things off. <laughs> Wouldn't the Lanes be delighted if it's true? Well, I've tried to locate Kit through Dr. Lewis, David Bowman, and Bill. I can't get a thing out of one of them. But that still doesn't mean that Jesse's going to call the play. Come in. Come in, Jesse. Well, what do you want? Those letters on your desk, Ben. Oh, I, I hadn't signed them yet. Oh, but you wanted them to go out today. I know. I'll get around to it in a minute. Ben, what's come over you? You're letting everything slide so these last few days. You haven't given nearly as much thought to business as you should. Your concern is most touching, Jesse. Now, there's no need of being sarcastic with me. I am concerned about you. I hate to see you beating your head against a stone wall. After all these years, you've maneuvered and arranged and schemed to get everything to your liking. It was inevitable that sooner or later something would boomerang on you. I can do without your moralizing, Jesse. All right. But I'm only trying to point out to you that this is one situation over which you have no control. You can't control the fact that Kit is going to have a baby, and you can't alter the fact that I know all about it. It's quite true, but it doesn't necessarily follow that I have to agree to your proposition. No, of course not. If you've reached a point of indifference, if you don't care about Wakefield's knowing... Just what have you decided? I haven't made up my mind yet. No? Well, then I want an answer, and I want it now. Jesse, I can understand your wanting a marriage that couldn't possibly bring you into happiness. Happiness? That's not what I'm interested in. In the old days, I wanted to be your wife because I loved you, but not now. I see. 
Well, I don't like being forced to do anything. You're basing everything on how far I'll go to keep this town from knowing about Kit. And about Bill and Kit's marriage about to break up. And about the child she should never have had. Everything. You'd think I'd do anything to prevent that, don't you? Well, you're quite right, Jesse. I would. I thought you would. With one exception. I'm not going to marry you. Is that your answer? Yes. And you'd better give it a second thought. There's no need. So you think I've just been bluffing. You still think I'm afraid of you, don't you, Ben? You can't get it through your head that the days when you could control me are gone. All right, Ben? So you won't accept my proposition? No, Jesse. Then if that's the way you want it, that's the way you'll get it. Jesse Ward turned and left the room. A moment later, Ben Calvert heard the outer door open and slam shut. He was certain Jesse wouldn't carry out her threat. He was certain because he knew that marriage was too important to her. No, she wouldn't talk, Ben thought. But you might not be so complacent, Mr. Calvert, if you knew where Jesse Ward was going. Her destination is Aunt Mary's farm. 